In a world with terrible movies, four friends compete against each other to watch the worst of the worst. After seeing the movies, they come together and review them for your pleasure. Who saw the worst movie? What did they think of it? Was it really that bad? The challenges are different every week, but Andre, Mike, Mitchell, and T-Dog have to have their wits about them. No one wants to see a bad movie, so to be forced to is the worst thing imaginable. Can they stay off the loser board and not have to see a bad movie? Or will it be their time to lose this week? The answer to these questions and more are Game for a Movie! Welcome to the second episode of Game for a Movie, the competition game slash podcast where four friends compete to see bad movies. Oh yeah. I am your host, Mike. I am joined by... Mitchell. Andre. T-Dog. <laughs> Come on, man. You gotta say it louder. T-Dog. No. You have a very favorite ASMR host. Oh, no. Oh, God. God. You can't tell no, me. it's alright. Let's keep going. Okay. <laughs> His uh, name is T-Dog. He has a very T-Dog name, but a very NPR voice. Yes. Like we've, we've come to this consideration. Mm, very uh, it's all things considered. Yeah, but, did we consider that? Um, <laughs> we each, in the past two weeks, have seen a movie. Um, one of us lost a competition, which you can see on our YouTube page and our Wix page, guys. We Wix. have a Wix page. Dude, and, Wix it real good. Uh, as well as we are now on iTunes. Hell yeah. That, yeah. Wow, that is official. Let's go. Official. Way to um, go, Mike. Get that explicit rating. We did get that uh, explicit yeah, rating. We need to, like, yeah, we don't yeah, need to dude. do are a we, disclaimer, like, you know. Are we, we can say, are we rolling into it? Because hey, Well, we'll go, we'll go disclaimer first. Spoilers ahead. Yeah. Uh, second disclaimer, fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, fucking Andre. <laughs> so I guess we're going to continue getting our explicit rating. Sweet. <laughs> Rated E for everyone. That's what that's what I'm gonna yeah, tell that's my that friends. Big old E right there. Yeah. The big red E on it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes. That's okay. for everyone, guys. Come on. <laughs> Alright, um, so uh we are going to jump in. I'm going to start this week and we're going to oh, go to selfish. our loser. How selfish. Yeah, you're welcome. Okay. I'm very selfish. You know why? Because I'm the favorite. Oh speaking oh. of the favorite, I saw the favorite. <laughs> Did you just Oh! <laughs> <laughs> that. That's really good. Uh, I'm the master of transitions. Don't you guys know this? Yes. <laughs> yeah, we didn't rehearse that. That was, that yeah, was off the cuff. I didn't even yeah, know what movie you watched, and then I remembered you guys talking about yep. favorites. Yep, yeah, yeah. Wow, oh, see? See, see like, T-Dog is up to speed. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm catching up. So I saw the favorite. Uh-huh. Um, I will preface this by saying I really dislike period pieces. I really Ooh. do. Okay. Um... My fiance wanted to see it, and as you know, guys, keep the lady happy. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah So we went and saw it. Um, I will start with her rating first, just so everybody knows. She gave it a 3.5 out of 5. Oh, okay. So she enjoyed it. Yeah, she yeah. thoroughly thought it was good. It was entertained. Laughed a bunch. Like, I laughed too. And I'm a huge fan of hers. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I'm a huge fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's, She's she, she knows her shit. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, I... I'm going to preface it that way, saying that I don't like period pieces. Uh-huh. Great. 
It was extremely well written, extremely well directed, and extremely well acted. Wow, you are like doing a lot of asterisks here. Just but prepare. I fucking hated it. Yeah. <laughs> well, this, this so, is my review of Roma, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> One of the things I loved, I loved the cast. I mean, <laughs> sorry. Go ahead. We got we got Rachel Weisz. We've got Olivia Coleman. We've got Emma Stone. Like the it's a trio of just amazing actresses that all needed this screen time and i i love the way they divvied it up they it everybody did a great job coming into the movie and as well as the director there was these shots that were done with like a fisheye lens Mm -hmm. that were really cool and really well done and it was one of those things that i remember as i'm watching it going this is awesome like this is really well done so now to get to my rating, <laughs> because here's where everybody's going to start to make fun of me. Uh, I give it two out of five pigeon shot. Oh, that's not bad. Oh yeah, what? That's well, I've okay. seen the movie, so I get that. Yeah, I get the rating. So yeah. it's it's not like I'm shading on it, giving it a one. It's just all the period piece took away from it. This was such a good movie that it brought it back to a two. Yeah, oh. I automatically like start at zero. Oh wow! So you would say that you, as far as period pieces go, this is one of your more liked ones. Yes. Okay. It's um, it's like I said, extremely well written, extremely well directed, and extremely well acted. Um, as well as I love the little nods. Like there's this uh, ballroom scene where they start doing like these very modern dances, and it uh. feels kind of like it's making fun of the period almost. Yes. Okay. And and so it's it's very aware of what it is. Plus. Um, some of the dialogue is just so witty and just so off the cuff that it's, it's it's hard not to like this movie, even though it is a period piece. Right, so you're just biased against the genre. Yes. Gotcha. So and you're just way off the target audience, basically. Pretty much, yeah. Okay. And to be honest, that's like half a movie watching. If you're right. not, especially with genre pieces, because yeah. it's so damn specific. Oh, yeah. So and, if you're not in on it from the beginning. And like I went in knowing I'm probably not going to like this the same as Claire. Yeah. And it's fine. Like, it's, I understand I wanted to see it because she wanted to see it, you know, and we had a great night. Hmm. Um, that being said, I didn't enjoy it as much as she did either, right. you know? But two isn't that. Okay, so when we were, like, messaging on GroupMe, like, there was, like, I thought you were going to give, yeah. like, half. I was ready for a like half, a yeah. Half. Slight nod to group me. We would be happy to sponsor you. <laughs> Man. Yeah, um, that give, us, give us We're free not... access to your application. Or that is right. Right. <laughs> Don't we argue? Yeah. You don't have to say it out loud. Oh, shit, bro. We need leverage. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, this app that's free in the app store. <laughs> As someone who saw it and is a big fan of the eight um, movies that are nominated for Best Picture, it's my favorite. Of the eight. It is the favorite? It is the favorite. Okay. No pun intended. No pun and, totally intended. Oh, okay, sure. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> not my favorite of the year in general, but my favorite of the year did not make Best Picture. But I thought the favorite, in terms of what I've seen from, and I'm going to read this director's name, he's Greek, Yorgos Lanthimos, okay? I so, left him out because I wasn't going to try. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's rough, and I probably just butchered it. So yeah. he had directed, for those who have seen his work before, Killing of a Sacred Deer and The Lobster, this is the first movie, at least on a wide release scale, that he directed but did not write. Oh, so the okay. witty dialogue and stuff, you can't entirely credit to him. But I will say this, that type of dialogue was not present in his previous two movies. Interesting. But the okay. aesthetic of 
yeah. you know, the favorite in terms of the feel, the tone of the characters, very much so in The Lobster and Killing of a Sacred Deer so, in different ways. So it's interesting because those are two movies that I've had on my list before that I wanted to see. Yeah. And now knowing that it's it's also his movies, yes. I'm like, oh, I even more so want to see it because this movie was so well done. It was, it felt like a passion piece because it felt like everybody put in their all. Yeah. And like, not that other movies don't, but... It, Comparing it to the Humanity Bureau, where Nick Cage is getting <laughs> a paycheck, yeah, you know, this was very much so. It felt like, oh, I want to do this because of this movie, of uh, because of this script or whatever. There's a lot of passion oh, yeah. you can yeah. tell in the project. exactly, okay. and it's Fox Searchlight, so it's right. independent and all that, which is right. great. Mm. And I will say this: Emma Stone, I have a huge bias towards. I think she is same one of the yeah, she is yeah. <laughs> gorgeous, obviously a talented actress, and you know, a chameleon. I mean, yeah. she has done so many different roles. But you could tell it's Emma Stone every single time. Like she puts a piece of herself in each oh, of right. Like it couldn't be anybody else. It couldn't be anyone else. And I think it's really her sense of timing, her comedic mm-hmm. timing. Oh yeah. It shines in this movie. Right. And, you know, I think Olivia Coleman, rightfully so, is the one who's getting all the spotlight in terms of See, nominations I loved Olivia Coleman in this movie. Absolutely. I, and like I'm so glad I know her from other things too, because uh have you seen Broadchurch, anybody? No. So no. Broadchurch is a British TV show. Um, very dramatic, very like over the top dramatic, um, but it's a fantastic show. She is the lead alongside David Tennant, which goes to show you the acting chops there that I'm talking about her as well on that. Um, she is absolutely fantastic. I loved her in Broadchurch. I loved her in The Favorite. And it's another thing going to your, uh, the timing, the wittiness, the, they're, they're all so good at comedic timing and nailing those little moments. Because, like, even there's moments where they focus on, like, faces and stuff like that. And you can tell they're thinking. They're going. They're they're not just, okay, I'm just standing here because I was told not to say a line. Right. You know, it's very mm-hmm. much so, oh, well, as the queen, I'm thinking, ha, 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 I own you because you're my person. You know, right. like that. There's, there's a lot of nonverbal dialogue, basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And she has, in my opinion, the best role. Like, yeah. she had the most to sink her teeth into because this is such a batshit portrayal of Queen Anne. Oh, yeah. It's, so, it's over the top. And just to briefly go over the plot of the movie, so yeah. Queen Anne famously, this is loosely based off historical fact. Right. Very loosely. Very loosely. But uh, Queen Anne did not bear an heir. Um, so this was a movie about her and alleged uh, love affairs with two of her female um, servants, I guess you can call them. I don't know what yeah. the they're, right term is. They're ladies-in-waiting. is Ladies-in-waiting. Yeah, there it which, is. which is their term. Um, but basically, they still service the queen. They, right. they, glorified yes. indentured servants. Yeah. And there's a lot of other things going on in there, but ultimately being the favorite is what earns you the right to live you know, in the upper crust of within right. this castle. Um, Emma Stone is trying to get back to her ladyship because she is no longer a lady. So she worked as a servant first. Yes. And then became a, or is trying to become a lady. She literally walks into the castle with mud on her dress. Right. That's how low of a character she starts out as. Yeah. Mm. But, um, yeah, it was really, really well done. Um, two out of five pigeon shot yeah. is what I would say. Because there's a, good... a lot of, like, pigeon shooting. Okay. And there's also a lot of sex. That Absolutely, I did not there's a ton of sex. Yeah, that is another thing. Like, I'm not, oh, sex, yay, oh. like that kind of stuff. It was just, yay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah you that was you in the, the theater. Caveman. Yeah. <laughs> the caveman, okay? 
Pornhub.com. Yay. Yay. <laughs> I didn't even know the website. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Michael. <laughs> but it was just one of those things that caught me off guard because like, I was not expecting it in this kind of movie and all of a mm. sudden, oh, there's a breast. Okay. That's not expected. All right, fine. That's, that's also what you say when you go to Pornhub. You're like, oh, no. What is oh, this? No. <laughs> you know that, stars, well, what, what type of these? hub is this? So I do not know the website, but I have heard... <laughs> There is a guy that does like wholesome porn videos on there. Oh, that's become a meme. Like, yeah. I've seen that wholesome on Instagram. porn videos. Yes, like, like um, encouraging you while you find the correct video on Pornhub. Yes. Like that's his video. <laughs> right. Nice. It's yeah. So okay. It's, yeah, I'm gonna probably cut this whole thing because uh, my parents are probably gonna listen. Okay. Well, and I know. don't think they should know that I that you like dick. No. Right. Oh, yeah. That's oh, not well, it. Uh, well, this uh, is so you sure, make sure that you cut this part. Yeah. So you make sure that this is not making that, the broadcast. That's the only part that actually makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Great. So there was a lot of unexpected sex. <laughs> and now we're going to wrap this conversation up and go to Mitchell. Mitchell, what did you see? Oh, uh, the favorite, a period piece on acid. I loved it. Um, <laughs> but I will say the movie. Okay, so I see a, a ton of movies, which you guys know. I'm going to tend to pick to the movie that gave me the strongest reaction when I saw it since our last podcast. Mm. And that movie was actually one I saw last night called They Shall Not Grow Old, which I mentioned on our last podcast about one that I was looking uh, forward to. So now what was great about it was at the time of our last pod, I had no idea that A, it was going to come out in Connecticut because it was limited release. This is a technically a foreign film directed by Peter Jackson, which is a World War One documentary. Okay, so it was initially released one day only in December. It eventually got two more days at the end of that month and AMC and I think a a couple other bigger chains picked it up for February, which is amazing. So it's playing now in Connecticut and I got to see it and guys, it did live up to the expectations that I had for it. So, yeah. So uh, I'm curious, what makes it a foreign movie? Just because it's Peter Jackson, or is it a? Because I I remember yeah. you saying it's World War One and everything right. like that. Does it follow a different army? Because the first thing I thought was like USA, that kind of stuff. Right. No. So it specifically follows British soldiers uh, gotcha. going out to the Western okay. Front. So uh, Peter Jackson did this in conjunction with a uh, archive group that has all this World War One footage, and they actually approached him in 2014. And they mm. said, hey, do you have an idea of how we can make this into a documentary? Mm. All we ask is that you use our footage. So given that task, he molded about it for like six months and came back to them with a presentation of like, hey, not only are we going to put this out, um, we're going to clean up the footage. You know, it's going to look pristine. And the beautiful thing about film, it carries so much information, even in those old celluloid days, um, where with modern technology, you could draw out the best image possible with the right tools. So he was able to do that, and they did one better and colorized a lot of it. And I saw it in real D3D. This is in 3D? I kid you not, dude. Wow. It is incredible how they treat the 3D dimensions with the presentation of this movie. They really Mm. go out of their way to get a foreground and a background. And the most beautiful part about this movie, and ultimately it's the point, it's a movie without a real plot. It's about basically putting you in those boots in those yeah. trenches mm. in no man's land in the western front and it humanizes these soldiers who are 19 20 years old mm. right. in a very vivid way 
that otherwise we would not have based on the archival footage if they were just presented as normal. Yeah. Um, so They Should Not Grow Old starts off like this. It is, um, they present the footage for like the first 10 to 15 minutes as black and white. You get the 3D effect, but it's black and white. It's cleaned up and whatever. And it's presented as a box, as a one-by-one box on a bigger screen. And once the boys that you're introduced to, they go into war, the screen goes wide, and you're in color. Oh, cool. And it's almost like Wizard of Oz. Yeah, that's you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's right. almost yeah. like that moment when she goes to Oz. So you vividly see all these guys live their life. And, you know, there isn't a ton of footage of them actually firing, going into battle. A lot of that was still photography back then. Because a lot of the people who are filming, they were mainly miles behind enemy lines. and Or, you know... Uh, away from the front lines, I should say. And they were capturing the moments when these guys were days away from battle, just bored, just kind of shooting the shit. And those are some of the best moments Mm. because when I was watching that movie, I saw a lot of us just hanging out, just being dudes, just like trying to pass the time. Right. And the whole thing about the movie was um, these are young men. And yeah, they, crazy. Like 19? Are you kidding me? I couldn't even imagine. Absolutely. And frankly, no one in that shot um, you know, in any of the shots that you saw in the movie, understood what the hell they were in. Right. You know, the gravity of the situation. There had never been a world war before. So um, it's really interesting how they portray the uh, mindset of these kids going into war. You see all these um, shots of them smiling and waving at the cameras because, you know, uh, filming was in its infancy. Right. Anytime you saw a camera, you're just going to smile. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Like, oh, yeah. what a cool novelty. Yeah, it's, yeah. Exactly. And it's funny, a hundred years later, we're seeing like an audience two, three generations down the line seeing these guys in living color. Anyway, yeah. so you see these guys smiling, and Peter Jackson does a terrific job of this, juxtaposing that to the still photography of corpses, of mm-hmm. these kids eventually yes. dying. And it really drives in the point of the casualties of war. Right. Um, And it's, anyway, a very harrowing experience. I will say this. I liked it overall. We're in this boom of documentary filmmaking, and I'm so excited Mm -hmm. to see a movie like this that uh, pushed the boundaries of uh, technological filmmaking, especially in the documentary form. Um, it did drag a little bit. I mean, it's okay. not all huh. exciting. It's there's no real plot, so sure. it's like right. there's no narrative really to follow besides the greater yeah. war itself, really. Exactly, and it shouldn't take away from the movie overall because I think it's, you know, it still I, has a purpose. It's just it's important. Yeah, I think it's important. To yeah, see. Right. it sounds really cool, and I yeah. like. It's kind of unfortunate that this is such a limited release because I had no idea this is in 3D. Are you kidding me? Oh, like, yeah. That's, like, yeah. I can't watch it in 3D at home, right? No. Like, no. So, so. It, it's pre- it's presented in a normal um, view as well. Are so you sure? just normal 2D. But I was able to see it in 3D, which is great. And typically I don't say that. Like, only mm-hmm. you have to twist my arm for me to go to a 3D movie. Right. Yeah. Um, but the sound design was excellent. Uh, you could say all you want about Peter Jackson. He's going to go down as one of those filmmakers, similar to George Lucas, where they're going to be remembered for the technological breakthroughs that they introduced to right. filmmaking. Uh, what he did with Lord of the Rings and what he's doing now in documentaries, which I never thought I would say, yeah. it's special, man. Yeah. So it's a fantastic movie, very relatable, especially if you're a young man. I'll say that. Right. Because this is specifically focused on male soldiers. They could have gone in so many different directions right. in doing World War One, And this is the direction they chose to keep within an hour and a half. And then a bonus thing, at the end of the movie, uh, they had like a 20-minute, after the credits rolled, 
a 20-minute thing of Peter Jackson explaining and showing you how they achieved all the technological stuff they did. Oh, so cool. from cool. coloring, yeah. from the sound design, they hired actors. They did so much research on this film. All the guys that were on screen that they had dubbed over, they tried to find from what area of England they were and hire actors with that accent. Oh, wow. Cool. That's cool. Yeah. It's incredible. The extra really, yeah. This is a project, like I said, he was approached in 2014 and we're seeing it today. Yeah. So this is a passion mm. project. I really hope... Um, Peter Jackson or whoever invests more into this stuff and explores mm-hmm. the other stories of World War One or maybe even World War Two, um, and that would be I would love to see that again. So they shall not grow old. I'm giving it um, four. I don't know what I, I. I'm gonna be serious. I'm just gonna give it four out of five stars. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just because of what kind of movie it is. Yeah. Right. Four out of no, five that's... helmets or something. Yeah, like that. helmets. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. yeah. Keep, it's it's keep your helmet on. Yeah. Yeah. Trench warfare is shitty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, sorry for kind of bringing down the pod. We were just no, no, it's all, it's, it's, I wouldn't it's say you that at all. Like, <laughs> and I actually, I actually think, I mean, it is an important movie. Yeah, we 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 joke around, we have a good time and stuff like that. We see terrible movies and stuff, but <laughs> there's there's sometimes that we see like these great movies that yeah. we, that we feel like we have a purpose to share with the audience. I yes. think this is a very important yes. movie, and it couldn't have come at a better week because. Remember who's presenting after with their movies. Oh, I, I mean, I feel like the two wars are probably equatable. And, and, <laughs> oh, my God. Wow, t with the hot take. Fuego. I don't know about that one. Uh, <laughs> Andre, you saw a movie along with me and Mike. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Share us that. Oh, you got to crack open a beer for this. Yeah. Oh, oh, that didn't. That, that didn't oh, here, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, oh, whatever. Yeah, there you go. Woof. Yeah, so All right, cracking so, open a cold one for yeah, this one. Uh, after the, yeah. Um, so I saw uh, Dragon Ball Super Broly, and I twisted uh, my two good friends' arms into I watching it with we me. were really No, I, I wanted to go. Yeah, okay, yeah. We, we went... And, like, we wanted to go. We all grew up with Dragon Ball. Right. So we had a... Yes. And I was hearing a lot of uh, buzz about this movie. I, okay. I just want to point out, wait, Mitchell just opened a beer, too. This is how this discussion is going. <laughs> yeah, right. No, I need a drink. If you're at home, please open a beer. Yeah. <laughs> open a beer. Open so, a beer. So if window, you're old enough. I, I feel like I'm trying to keep <laughs> the window you, dressing Alex. brief. Uh, we've, we've all... So the three of us that went to see it, we watched Dragon Ball, right? We watched it when we were kids. Um, I have stuck with Dragon Ball in terms of, like, games and stuff. It's been just the general, like, you know, like, nerd anime zeitgeist for forever. So I feel like I'm seeing Dragon Ball media all the time. I've not watched a single second of Super. That's, like, the new show that's going on yeah. right now. And this Broly's technically like, follow-up to that. Yeah. So, you know, we saw some powers in there we never seen before. They turned obviously, blue. Yeah. Their hair turned blue <laughs> and it freaked me blue. out. Yeah. It was strange. <laughs> it was Back in my day, Super Saiyans had gold hair, not this blue shit. <laughs> <laughs> um... So yeah, uh, that was a <laughs> fucking Dragon Ball movie. If I ever saw one, um, it was so Dragon Ball. Yeah, <laughs> was... I'm just saying, dude. I I would love to have been the voice actor for Broly. You would have passed out. Like you would have oh, straight up. Passed it doesn't out. need to be in one session. Uh, and I mean, it's the, probably multiple. Yeah, yeah I, I know the only line he said besides his monologue. He had one monologue had, that like, was like soliloquy. probably probably like two paragraphs long. Yeah. And then the rest of the time was just. Yeah, it was okay. So, so basically, as a quick like summary for what this movie is, basically, so it's it's introdu- like the villain of this movie is Broly, the legendary <laughs> Super Saiyan. He's like 
He's been in Dragon Ball before, like in like he offshoot swole-y. movies. Yeah, he's very swole. He's very burly. He yells a lot. I hate Mike. <laughs> put that on record. <laughs> oh goodness, what a I mean, basically, I, I think his name summarizes. It. Yeah, like, right. You know. And like you know, people like I don't know. There's like a ton of fan art, and like he's like a fan favorite character. I never know knew why because he's just super strong, and there's no he has no personality. You saw it. Yeah, there was no personality at all. Um, he was enjoyable. He was likable. The, that girl took an interest in him. Oh, my God. Dude. None of that made sense. No, it did not. Um, so, anyway, so so what people were telling me about this movie was like, oh, yeah, like, this is a good movie because it actually gives Broly some depth. And I'm like, what? You kidding me? Like, there's there's no depth at all. Like, I, whatever. Basically, this movie, um, the, it, 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 the pacing is all over the place. So... The first, like, 45-ish minutes, you would say, around oh, there, yeah. that was, like, oh, it yeah. goes all, in, it's just all about, it's all exposition. on, plan, yeah, all, all exposition, all on Planet Vegeta, which is basically just, like, Goku's, Goku, well, Goku, Vegeta, and Broly's backstory, which is basically Superman's backstory, you know? Like, they're all, yeah, they're all on all on Planet Vegeta, Frieza blows it up, uh, Broly gets sent to a random planet, uh, Vegeta's off-world, and Goku gets sent to Earth, and all of Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z happens while Broly is by himself. Uh, well, with his dad, with his dad, with his, with dad. his yeah. dad, with his really fucked up dad who basically enslaves him. Yeah, yeah. this uh, uh, this movie definitely told me that uh, parents suck. Yeah, no, Dragon right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, are you kidding me? Yeah, Dude, Goku terrible. fucking sucks as a dad. There, right. There's no good parent in Dragon yeah. Ball. I'll say no, that probably. There is not. They're all too self interested. Yeah, right. Except That's except like, Piccolo. Piccolo's the one good dad. Piccolo's great. Yeah, Piccolo's great. He did start off as a bad guy though. But, yeah, that's true. But yeah. like, is, is Arc man the green guy? Yeah, he's yeah. the green guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. he's the green guy. Yeah. T dogs in. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I, yeah. I watched oh, a few episodes I understand when now. I was a kid. You know, we didn't have it. I don't think the um, whatever cable network it was on originally. Um, I didn't originally. That was on Toonami. I feel like when yeah, I saw it. Oh, yeah. yeah, but I thought was there something more, before? I, there well, may have been. There may have been. It was on. Preceded um, to know like it was, was on like it was, so there's eventually it was on okay anyway I thought it was on WB was yeah. yeah but not yeah, even wrong. WB it was like something before WB yeah and then we yeah okay know. okay whatever well, long story short I think the only time I saw it was a few episodes when we were on vacation so you know uh, able to tune into the Dragon Ball Z universe of it. Okay. I see okay yeah, yeah. It, was, um, it was afternoon special for me yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah hell yeah um. <laughs> It was on tsunami for me. This is yeah. late at night, though. Yes. So forty-five minutes of this exposition, um, and there's like no fighting, which is fine, like whatever. But the exposition is not super interesting. wasn't super engaged. Um, and then so like it's basically setting up all his backstory, and then they just kind of drive forward this excuse for everybody to be back on Earth chasing the Dragon Balls. Free- <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, so what, what, which, why? Why is Frieza going <laughs> so after Frieza the Dragon Balls? So Frieza is back, which happened in Super somehow. I don't. I don't know how. He I'm sorry. I want to. I want to jump before we talk about why Frieza is interested in the yeah. Dragon Balls. Yeah. How did all of the Dragon Balls get found? What do you mean? So they had six, six of, of them. them already. Yeah, six of them already. Because Vegeta's wife just decided. I'm That's right. Grab right. Them. Yeah. No. She well, wants Bulma to grab. has a tracker. Yeah, she, yeah they've had a tracking. dragon radar, yeah. which has been established for a while. Yeah. Uh, if you don't know, you gather seven dragon balls together, grants you a wish. Happens once a year. Once you grant the wish, they scatter around the world, and blah, 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 blah. The characters have done this so many times that it's so casual to them. So I like the fact that Bone's yeah. like, yeah, I'm going to go and find the dragon balls so I can get a mystic Botox, basically, right? Like, I can make myself look five, five years younger. Because ten years would be too suspicious. Everybody yes. would ask, like, you look ten years younger. Oh, no, 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 not yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> 
which I thought was like fine, like whatever, like these main characters, yeah, like it's so trivialized. And I laughed when Bulma said that. Yeah, but then what was Frieza? So then Frieza is like you know in his ship, like like we gotta go find the final Dragon Ball with his arms like behind his back, this villainous pose, and he has this big monologue where he basically explains like no. I don't want immortality. I want to grow five centimeters taller because ten centimeters would be too suspicious. <laughs> T Dog, your face just lit up with laughter. I, I just I like what they're doing with this. I feel like they're having fun. With yes, them. no, they're right. definitely um, like so. So another thing we should know we should know about this is that Akira Toriyama is actually writing this. Like a guy who originally made Dragon Ball, he doesn't write Super. He's like I think he like is a producer on it or some sort of like executive thing. But he doesn't write. Or like, but he signed off on this. Yeah, no, he wrote. No, he wrote. He wrote. He wrote. wrote, wrote, So that was part of the big deal. That's yeah. He wrote the screenplay. Yeah, just a little judgment. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So um yeah, Uh, (laughs) so we already know the stakes are super high. (laughs) (laughs) Growing five centimeters or looking Uh, five years younger. Oh god. Um and so basically it's Vegeta uh, and Goku and Bulma um like in their little ship fi- trying to find the last Dragon Ball in the Arctic, uh and then Frieza Broly shows up and then like pretty much is like all right well we're just gonna fight for forty five fucking minutes of nonstop fighting that's not hyperbole that's it was not like forty five minutes yes I think you might be light <laughs> possibly you're right yeah. no it's probably more closer to an hour really yeah um which hey you know. We're watching a Dragon Ball movie. I'm down for some fighting. I want some fighting. In fact, that was one of my complaints where I was like, dude, like, where's the fighting? Like, in Planet right. Vegeta. Like, I wanted Bardock. Like, they show Goku's dad Bardock for a little bit. I want to see a badass moment for Bardock, you know? Yeah. That's cool. I want to see him punch a Frieza, maybe. I don't know. Whatever. Um, uh, I'm on board with that. Maybe I mean, cut like down I'm the Broly be- fight, throw some Bardock in there, maybe make it a little more even. I don't know. Oh, you mean balance the movie? Yeah, oh. right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Balancing the movie sounds a little too hard for them. Yeah. <laughs> So, you know, hey, for the next, like, hour, it's pretty much just Goku and Vegeta trading off, fighting Broly. And the problem, the biggest problem with this movie is that Broly has no dialogue. He just screams the whole time. <sighs> which is, like, it might, it might sound, it sounds like, oh, like, well, that's, you expect that in a Dragon Ball movie. You know, there's always a lot of yelling in Dragon Ball. Like, dudes, I went back and, like, watched some hype moments from, like, the original show. Like, you know, the Frieza fight, the Cell fight. Those guys, they have monologues. They're cheesy right. and corny as fuck. But they engage you, you know yeah, what I mean? Like it's they're like very entertaining. They're, they're entertaining, and you're like, yeah, like I want to see these two fight. Where it's like Goku and Broly, like it's just like okay, like I'm just watching these fireworks happen, you know? That's yeah. all it is. And here's my here's my deal with the Broly thing. Uh, so he keeps during the fight, he initially goes after Vegeta, then it goes to Goku, then they fuse or whatever. I don't know what's called. Anyway, yeah, fusion. So, yeah, 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 fusion, whatever, tight. So <laughs> there's a point where uh, they point out. He's learning, like, while he's, he's fighting. He's learning as he fights. And he's always matching Vegeta and Goku. Yes. And then his one weakness shown throughout the entire movie is this dumbass shock collar that his dad puts on. It's literally right. a shock collar. A shock collar, yeah. yeah. Like, I, I, I could not believe it. Like, oh, wait, so he's kicking Vegeta's ass? Like, who's on, like, his final level, yeah, by the right, way. Yeah, right, right. Who's, like, a destroyer of worlds, basically. Destroyer of worlds. And a shock collar is the thing that yeah. takes his dude down. It's a super shock collar, bro. It's a super... It's a Saiyan shock collar. Bro. 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 Bro Lee. Bro Lee. <laughs> and then... And then Frieza offs the dad in, like, such a non... Like, oh, yeah. Like, that was actually legit. I love that moment. When he, I, thought, I laughed. Oh, I thought that <laughs> was Because I so can't funny. believe they did it. Yeah, like, he just finger guns the guy, and so, then he's just like, oh, no, like, Broly, a stray energy beam killed your father. For the people that have not seen this movie, so Broly is starting to lose, and, like... 
Frieza's just like, I need to get him mad. So he just finger blasts. Finger yeah. beams. Broly's <laughs> <laughs> dad. And yep. kills him. And just like immediate, just dad falls over. And Frieza just says so nonchalantly. Oh, wait, go for it. Oh no, Broly, your dad got struck by a random beam of energy. Yeah. He's dead. I love how he doesn't even own it. Like, he doesn't no. even own the fact that he killed him. It just kills him. So, of course, that enrages Broly and he goes even more powerful. Uh, so then Goku and, and Vegeta have to take a little uh, siesta, meaning, like, they just they just tell, like, Goku is transition out. They, they peace, peace out. out. Which is fine. I was happy then. I was like, okay, Jesus Christ, we can breathe for a little bit and not watch people punching for a little bit and get some levity a little bit, right? Yeah. Like, you know, and so they, they try to learn the fusion dance, which is f- hilarious because, so, like, Goku's trying to teach them the fusion dance, and I like that scene because... <laughs> Piccolo, yeah. Piccolo's, like, getting fucking pissed off at them because they're fucking it up, um, and then each time they fuck up, it takes half an hour, and meanwhile, Frieza's just on the other, like, on the Arctic getting his, getting his shit kicked in, basically. So it's Because Broly, Broly can't decide if he's, like, bad or not. He <laughs> well, just he's so enraged that he doesn't know he's punching, basically, right? right. Yeah, yeah, blind rage, whatever, yeah. yeah. So it's implied that Frieza just got an hour and a half's worth of thrashing, <laughs> which was, I think, pretty funny. But It's actually pretty solid. Yeah. Um, I'm okay with that. So the big finale is just, you know, Super Saiyan, like, they fu- finally fuse, they turn into Gogeta, they turn Super Saiyan Blue... Uh, was it Gogeta or was it Vegito? Uh, that was Gogeta. It was Gogeta. Yes. And they actually explained it in the movie. Did, did, did they? Did they mention that? So they, they, they yeah. mentioned that was the other one's Vegito. Vegito, yes. Vegito is the one with the earrings. Yes. So so oh, there's okay. fuse. So yeah. in, in the Buu saga, they fuse with earrings, and yeah. that's permanent. Like that's like forever. But then there's some bullshit where they unfuse. Whatever. That's Dragon Balls. No, not Dragon Balls. I think Go. It's Boo's digestive system. I don't want to get into it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Boo eats them. Yeah, Boo eats them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What? Yeah. I oh, yeah. never saw the Boo saga. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. Spoilers to the Boo saga. I mean, you know, I know you're going to watch the that. Boo saga is batshit, dude. Yeah, it is, it's, it's wacky. It's the weirdest like, more one. than wacky. Than, it's the yeah. weirdest one. It's I might get weird. back to it after I finish watching Avatar. Okay. I'm watching Avatar. The Last Airbender? Yes. Oh, an actual oh. good show. Hell yes. yeah. Yeah, that's superior. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Finish. Put that on your priority. Anyways. Okay. Um,. So then Gogeta is the fusion dance that's permanent. Oh, that, that's only uh, 30 minutes long. So that's, you saw Super Saiyan Gogeta. Um, that was also a bit of fan service because in Super, I know that Vegeta shows up and a lot of people were like, well, where's Gogeta? So they threw him in this movie, basically. Okay. Um, and, you know, dude, like, I think on a visceral level, like on like a purely visual spectacle part, I feel like this movie accomplishes what it wants to do visually, you know? Yeah. It's easily the best looking Dragon Ball, like, movie. Like, looking at these other those other, like, Looking at Super, especially like the actual TV show, there you wait, there's like way more like heat frames in the animation. The, the line shading is really strong. Uh, it looks really distinct, and I really liked like some parts of the choreography. Like there's like a brief moment where you're seeing. I know it, it sounds dumb, but like you know like there's like a brief moment where like you're seeing a first person view of Broly and Goku's like trying to come up and like pummel him. It feels like a video yeah. game, and you know like hey like that's, that's the little cool. the yeah, little ten yeah. year old me like yeah. that's got me that's what got my like that that's what got my nostalgia excited basically right. Um, there are random, random weird parts where they just switch the 3D animation. I feel like a lot of anime has been doing this nowadays, and it's yeah. always jarring for me. Like, I don't know okay. if you guys noticed it, oh, like, yeah. when they just yeah. transition 3D models, and that was, like, the only part of the visuals okay. that I just did not like. I was like, why the fuck did you do that? Like, right. whatever. It's, it's fine. I don't, I don't know. I'm not an expert on animation, so, like, maybe there's a reason for it. Whatever. Um, okay. Yeah. I think we're getting dumb to, as hell. I think we're getting to yeah. rating time. I talk, I talked a lot. I'm sorry. Uh, it's fine. I'm gonna give it, uh, you know, honestly... Two centimeters out of five. 
Wow. 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 That's a good scale. You're going to two. Yeah, I'm going to two. Woo. All right. Yeah. Mitchell, we saw it. I want your rating as well. It's half. <laughs> half a centimeter out of five. How many, wait, they, how many Dragon Balls out of half, Like, five? zero. Like, it's so bad. Well, okay, here's my deal. Here's my deal. So, they made a movie, thus they get half. Like, that is putting your name on the SAT. Damn. So, okay. great for them. Um, I will say this. See, I'm not afraid to give somebody a zero. Yeah. No, You're going to give it a zero? Really? No, I'm not. I feel like I'm in between you two. Okay. I felt that when I left the movie, I felt that I was in between you two. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my, my thing is, look, getting a movie made is very hard. And to... <laughs> You sound like you're giving the, this person an F and they're like, oh, never mind, go ahead. No, I'm giving you an F. <laughs> Uh, because you put your name on it. Yeah. So it's just like... Because <laughs> you got your name no, on it. Uh, like, like, here's the deal. I So I went back, and because we saw that the reviews for this movie were actually really pretty saw. good. Yeah. And I was just like, what were these reviewers seeing? And then I realized, okay, so it's not the New York Times reviewing no, this movie. It's not, no, it's <laughs> These are all these just like random blogs. And the this main... is Blizzard Eater 127. Yeah, I'm sorry. I should have given you exactly. that disclaimer. Like, this is like when Ron, this is the big flaw of Rotten Tomatoes is that when you see an 86 percent, like not all 80 percent are created no, on Rotten Tomatoes. They're, they're not no. all equal. So you know, these this were is... fans that reviewed it. Right? So so the one positive that. review that I took away, and I'm like, okay, I will accept this opinion, is the LA Times. Whoever reviewed it for them, they said that this is the per- a perfect movie for a Dragon Ball fan. Yes. And I think you have to be a current Dragon Ball fan. Yeah, I think you need to be caught yeah. up. And I'm somewhere yes. in this weird in-between state where it's like, I'm not caught up with Super. So, but I still, like, I'm still, I still, like, you know, I played the new Dragon Ball fighting game. So, yeah. like, yeah. I know that shit. But, like, it still didn't connect with me on a level that a lot of my friends did, you right. know? And I'm like, mm, I don't know. So there's nothing engaging about the characters or the plot. No. The actions or action sequences I thought were frankly boring. Like well, for as long as they it. were, yeah. dude, there was nothing I got out of them. There's no storytelling in the action sequences, which is what you got during the Frieza saga. Yes. A lot of back and forth, a lot of gains and losses. Uh, this was just a bad movie. Um, <laughs> that was all about fan service, which is great, but um, it did not serve me. So half yeah. a whatever out of five. So I told you I'm sitting in between you two. Yeah. Point five, two. Yeah. My rating? Yeah. It's closer to the 0.5. I gave it a 0. 0.75. 0. 0.75? We're going down to... Okay. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> the I'm next good. episode will be like, I give this one a 1.7325. Well, no, the, the real thing is I can't give it 0. 0.5 because I thought it was better than that, but sure. I also can't give it a 1 because I didn't think it was as good as that. <laughs> so I'm not okay. saying it's a perfect rating and that we should change our rating system. I'm just saying for this particular movie... I can't give it a one. I feel bad bringing you guys along. That was, uh, you know. Oh, no. I, I was uh, having some dumb fun with it, and that's why I gave it a two. But I was like, oh, God. Dude, like, I had a great time. This. I had a great time more looking over at you guys and being like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Bewildered by yeah. this movie. Yes. So, all right. Yeah. Well, that but was that Is movie. that the worst movie of the week, though? That's what I'm wondering, too. We have T-Dog here, who, uh, if you saw on our YouTube channel or Wix page, uh, you saw him lose the challenge of the Super Smash stock battle. Um, what movie did you see? So, a few weeks ago, um, it was before it left theaters, I saw Holmes and Watson, uh, the critically acclaimed <laughs> Victorian age Sherlock tale. Okay. Nice. <laughs> So I, I would like to start off Done. saying, um, you know, I feel envious of Andre uh, last week or, you know, two weeks, whenever, yeah. however long we did the last two week, weeks because ago, yeah. he, he made me kind of want to see the movie that he was describing. 
Um, you know, there, really? there, there were elements of it where I was I was like, not trying to sell you oh, one to see the Humanity no, Bureau. Maybe not actually see it, but, you know, where I could be like, oh, you know, that's like I mean, a, a bad enough movie where, you know, it'd be somewhat entertaining. Maybe if you drank enough, I, I'm not sure exactly. But um, I don't see any light that you would make this movie entertaining. You know, even oh. even if you're like trying to rift on it, um, it's, it's really hard to find redeeming qualities. Uh, so... Essentially, it's a pretty basic Sherlock plot. Um, you know, some you have James Moriarty, uh, the primary bad guy throughout a lot of Sherlock um, every story tales, right? Yeah. Uh, He's so the main bad. So yeah. it starts off. You know, they're they're after him. Um, Sherlock is unable to. They're they're not able to. I guess convict him ever. He ends okay. up taking off to America. Um, but they, they still think that he might actually be there. Um, it, it turns out to be his, so Sherlock's like house, um, housekeeper who is actually James Moriarty's daughter, you know, is, is doing this plot against oh, the queen, All right. and, you okay. know, to assassinate the queen. Yeah. Um, and, and then, you know, she even frames, uh, Watson for a brief, you know, maybe like 10 to five, five to 10 minute span. And it, okay. it all happens so quick. Like, when you think about the plot line, it's condensed so short. Um, there's really not much of the plot. Yeah. Basically, the entire movie is um, Will Ferrell and John uh, C. C. Riley. Riley. Yeah. Uh, they're just overacting on this Victorian, <laughs> you know, they have the okay. accent, okay. Um, the, the clothes. Uh, it's... It's almost like somebody really disliked, um, I guess, the popularity of uh, Sherlock Tales yeah. and just decided to put out this movie that was... Yeah. It, it didn't just even like... It yeah, I mean, it, it was it was satire, but essentially there weren't even... Um, you know, I guess if I'm going to a Will, a Will Ferrell movie um, or John C. Riley, I'm expecting some dumb comedic relief. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And there were almost Three Stooge-esque type interactions where it was okay. like tr I don't know if they were actually humor yeah, yeah but I don't know if they were actually trying to get a laugh from the audience or if they were trying not to get a laugh from the audience you're and, saying that there's wow. a comedy like trying to <laughs> devoid not of be comedy. funny yeah and um, I nice, see dog yeah, it was really. <laughs> they made a movie, damn it. <laughs> that's that's uh, somebody paper. somebody made a movie. The, um, the funny thing is that I'm thinking over here is like, oh, I'm thinking this movie is terrible. But at the same time, I'm also wondering: is there many other actors that have their middle initial in movies? Right. <laughs> like I, we we keep saying Will Ferrell and John C. Riley. <laughs> yeah, I'm not know. I'm not entirely sure about that, but uh, um. So Michael James Moriarty is played yeah. by um, oh, I can't think of his name. Um, I can look it's, up. He's from Schindler's List. Um, oh oh, so, um, Ray no. Fiennes. Uh, Ralph Fiennes or uh, Liam Neeson. He's in it as well. Liam Neeson is not in this movie. He's not okay. in this movie. Okay. Hugh Laurie is in this. Hugh Laurie's movie. in it. He Hold plays. Hugh Laurie's in this movie. He is briefly. Uh, so he plays Sherlock's play. brother. Um, oh, and oh, that's they, a good they, fit for but him. Even though he, the the issue is, they have like maybe a minute or two. It is very uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, okay, so he's James Moriarty, the primary bad guy. Baltimore. However, Baltimore, yeah. however, <laughs> he's only you know they they very minor like dialogue for him. Yeah, um, and you see him a few times in the movie, but. 
it's really mainly screen time is Will Ferrell and John C. Riley overacting this yeah. accent and yeah. trying to do this. <laughs> well, I mean, comedic... like I didn't know Steve Coogan was in it too. Jeez. Yeah, um, so it's not they like they, it's a not, lot of people down. Yeah, it's interesting, like <laughs> the character or I guess the actors that were in this. Yeah, uh, the Hugh Laurie um, dialogue is basically you know a few minutes and it's it's um, him and Will Ferrell. They're basically mind. Um, telepathically communicating because you know it's like this, oh, it's yeah, like the spiel yeah. of they're they're so intelligent oh, that they oh, can just okay, communicate yeah. non-verbally yeah, 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 and yeah, so they okay. go through That's, it. It's, okay. Well, the funny thing is the first thing I thought of when you said mind telepathy and Sherlock Holmes was in the Sherlock Holmes game of shadows. Remember how they're playing a chess game at this party and like they're making their moves in their head. Yeah. Oh, you're going to do this. Well, I'm going to do yeah. this. Yeah, you know, yeah, like that yeah. Kind of and, and so it's interesting that you made it in that voice because that's that's kind of how you get the entire like that exact voice is that Ooh. entire right. Sherlock. Oh, yeah. um, oh, no. plot. Uh, so, but it wasn't funny. No, like, it, no, it sounds it, like it, it wasn't could be, funny. But like, it has like to be the expert. Right. The excerpt of Mike's voice was, you know, kind of interesting in terms of how he just kind of, made, you know, made this dialogue. But it was that okay. in the entire span of the movie. And oh, uh, so uh, there were a few parts where you had the um, where it would pause reality and then you get Sherlock like calculating, um, you know, this, yeah, like this path or whatever. But that. but a yeah. lot of I, I would say that happened maybe, um, I don't know, a handful of times. And, yeah. and it was it was just like some stupid um like a B to hit a B or something like that. And at the end, I think it kind of introduced this like lackluster love interest. So sweet. It was Sherlock Quinn. Yes. Oh, I mean, spoilers. You dude, what the fuck? Bro? I, I, <laughs> disclaimer, spoilers. <laughs> can, can we uh, go and edit the yes out of there and I'll just oh, I'll, absolutely I'll be like oh, I don't know T-Dog maybe, I don't maybe think... watch the movie and see <laughs> I don't Why think I have the, do this? I don't think I have the ability to edit you guys oh, I only yeah. have the ability to edit myself <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness because yeah, there's definitely things in this podcast um, that have not been edited out <laughs> that's true <laughs> <laughs> So, I'm so glad we don't have video. <laughs> <laughs> I also went back uh, to try to, I guess, review or, you know, look up Google reviews on it to see what people enjoyed about the movie. And there, there were uh, a few, I guess, positive reviews on it, but I just couldn't pick out what they actually liked about the movie. Was it John B. Riley? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it, it probably was. Uh <laughs> The movie, John it, F. Riley. John it was really difficult to get well. through. Um, it's a movie that you'd walk out of the movie theater. Uh, really? So you, you it's, yeah. It's not even like you can't find the bad, laughable, you know, yeah. where you're it's laughing at so a movie because it's so weird bad in between. Or, you know, no, it's, like, it's just that there's no, the, the comedic relief of it, um, I mean, it was non-existent, but it was, it was. Non-existent, wow. Oh. For a comedy, you kind of want to be Woo. funny. Yeah, wow. It, yeah, I, I really don't know what to say about it because, you know, I enjoy their, you know, those two actors' other stupid, they have, stupid yeah. movies. I mean, they, they make stupid jokes, but... Right, in they this, have it's decent, not even, stupid movies. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, Talladega Nights is oh, great between yeah. those. Yeah, and then, Talladega I mean, Nights, Step Brothers, Step Brothers Step is amazing. And yeah. what is the commonality between those two movies that we just said, though? Adam McKay, who's yeah, the director. That's true. Oh, yeah, that's true. Who yeah. has now gone on to more serious films like The Big Short and Vice, which have comedic elements... But I think there is something to be said about being in the hands of a master director. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, 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 I don't know about this one, though. I 
No, that's to say, Adam McKay is not a part of right. Sherlock and, or whatever. Right, and, and I get Holmes that. I just feel like any other... I, I don't even know if it was the director. I don't know if it was the script. Yeah, I'm trying I, to figure out who I, the director was. Like I said, I almost feel like it was somebody that was purposely trying to make a bad... Like a non-laughable... <laughs> that's a, dude, like that's a sick practical joke. I'm not entirely sure. Wow. Uh, but yeah. I was also... This like movie... Eden Cohen from Israel... He was a writer producer known for Idiocracy. Is Men he like the I, third? Is like, he the I third like Cohen brother? Men in Black Three, and then okay. Holmes and Watson. Yeah, I know. Wait, okay, he's one. He was also a writer on Tropic Thunder. Wait, t- wait, Tyler. Wow, wait, wow, wait, okay. So there's Joel and Ethan Cohen. They are not related. Yeah. This is E. Ten Cohen. Yes. Oh, that's okay. so important. Well, it, it doesn't matter. Like, <laughs> idiocracy. These are, no, oh, they're not, they're not even close to related because uh, Cohen is C-O-E-N. Uh, this one is different. C-O-H-E-N. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. But it doesn't okay. matter. Idiocracy was a great movie. Yeah, like, yeah, the, yeah. The, the, yeah, it's a good movie. But he's a writer-producer. He's not a director. Oh. But, oh, okay. but I mean, I, I really thing, I don't yeah. know Direction's where, like, I don't know who to blame this movie on. Everyone? Aside from, yeah, everyone, like, <laughs> it sounds like accepting it. roles, um, <laughs> accepting, speaking, speaking accepting these jobs. Lines. Okay, not, do we know sure. who the production company was? Because that they even greenlit it is probably a problem. I think yeah. it was a big one. I thought it was Warner's because they tried oh. to sell it to Netflix. Netflix, right? And Netflix didn't. And want Netflix it. passed. Oh. They're like, because they're I like, think... we've got all these Adam Sandler movies. We're doing well. We've already got our stupid comedy. Yes, from yeah. what I heard, they were asking for too much money on the sell. So Netflix is just like, yeah, we're spending yeah, I mean, over five dollars is probably. So, I, I would look that up, if, Mike. If you want to look that up, I think it was Warner Brothers. I'll, I don't I'll want to throw them under the bus. Yes. Well, okay, yeah, I, I I think we'll um, we'll <laughs> disclaimer this with a lot of uncertainty around our what we state as yes. quote unquote not facts. I don't know. Yeah, you know, um, you know. fiction facts. Fiction facts. Alternative facts. Talking facts. All facts. Alternative facts. Gary Sanchez Productions. Okay. Columbia Pictures. Columbia. Okay. Columbia. 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 Okay. okay. So Gary Sanchez, that is the production company of actually Adam McKay and Will Ferrell. So I was oh, going to really? say, it's still yeah. produced by Adam yeah. McKay. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. yeah. So that means he threw money at it, yeah. but creatively but... he probably had nothing to do with yeah, it. Yeah, sure. So, okay. so Gary I mean, Sanchez, by the way, that's hilarious. I, I still... Because that was before the baseball player. Oh, Gary Sanchez, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Uh, I, I feel like they intentionally made it. Just, I I don't know for what reason. Maybe it's a tax write-off. Uh, yeah, it could be. Yeah, tax write-off. Right. Right. Uh, maybe. I just I don't I want to know how they got all these people in it. Like maybe I'm it's, thinking, maybe it's legit. Money, like money, they just money, wanted money. to hang out. You know. Yeah, uh, so yeah. so like, you I always mean, hear the like, Adam Sandler you know, movies like Grown Ups. They just them wanting they to hang out. They love people. Yeah. Yeah. Like they just hanging out. Yeah. I mean that could be the case. And if they would throw like an interesting Sherlock line, or you know, um, maybe work on some plot, I could take it as a non-comedy type. Kind right. of like the you know um, sure. BBC series or something. Yeah, like yeah. That. I don't yeah. really see those actors playing that type of role, but it'd be interesting to see. No. Um, um, definitely not Benedict uh, Lumber Batch. Batch. <laughs> How dare you! I for one can't Bundersnatch? wait. Bandersnatch. Bandersnatch. <laughs> I cannot yeah. wait for the inevitable sequel of Sherlock Holmes: oh, Infinity okay. War. Okay. Okay. Well, okay. So <laughs> let, let, yeah, there's there's more to this. Um, oh, so, did they did wait, they leave a sequel? Or? So oh. I. I no. You know, I didn't laugh at all during the entire thing. I like not even forced chuckle, etc. Oh. But there was Ouch. the very end. Um, there, so um, you know, the entire movie, James Moriarty, presumably in America somewhere, um, 
which is like white knuckling this because I feel like I know what you're going to say. Kind of the Wild West, right? And so at the very end, cut to, um, you know, this is, I can't remember if it was post credits or just right at the end. Um, So you cut to um, this Western style looking bar. James Moriarty's sitting there. Um, Some kid delivers him a a note that says, you know, we know where you are or whatever. And then, you know, pan over to the guys sitting there in um, cowboy hats. And I, I had to chuckle there just because the prospect of a sequel to that, <laughs> and that God. that that made me laugh. I so I was going to say I did not laugh at all during that movie, but that that part made me laugh. Just the idea, I just the idea. It yeah. might make money. That yeah. is scary. Yeah, you know, hey, Farrell, dude, hey. John C. Riley, good for um, good for them. Optimism so gets you far in this I was also thinking, um, based on this, is at some point after we've um, done enough of these podcasts that maybe we should. You know, pick one of the bad movies, and everyone sits down and watches it. Oh, there's one. There's that we one already that have we in have mind. in mind. Yeah. Oh. Yes. Okay. Yes. We don't. Well, want, we, do we, we don't want to. Do we want to spoil it or no? Well, I think every, when I say bad movie, that oh, okay, watch, I remember. Okay, sure. There's sure. one that comes to mind. Um, yes. Okay. Well, well, say, just, okay. But that, that, that's, that's different. I thought we talked about this uh, last podcast. The room, the room is yes. amazing. The room okay. is, yeah. You've seen the room? No. Oh, but, okay. 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 <laughs> on the last podcast. That, that, that's yeah. fine. But, but, the I, but I'm saying yes. like yes. Yes. a collection itself. of ones that you know we've had through this podcast and picked. Like the, I would say like the room we, is something different. It's been oh, out for okay. a while. If we get, yeah, if we get through like 20 of these and we're just like, oh man, Humanity Bureau, Holmes and Watson. I mean, honestly, the worst of the worst is going to be Holmes and Watson. Yeah, like, I think well, that's hey, hey, let's dude, go. Dude, you haven't seen Humanity Bureau, my dog. You got it. Like, it's... Ugh. I, I mean, my thought process right now is if we do this... If we're still doing this in a year... Yeah. March Madness is coming up. Yeah. Mm. And we oh, could God, line up all of them. You do a bracket and of do a bracket. Jesus, Jesus, try to kill bracket. us. Wow. God. That, that, yeah, that would be games for like, Yeah, that's oh, what yeah. playing games. I feel like Broly makes the playing games for we'd that. We probably right? have like, uh, we'd probably get to 32 movies, <laughs> yeah. but we could, we'd probably see Make some other crappy ones okay. that are not on the list, like Broly. Okay. And so we could <laughs> throw Broly in. And then just kind of have I mean, a bracket. I'm not looking with... forward to watching all of those, but that sounds. No, no, no. I'm not saying we watch all of no, them. No, I say we watch them all. Like, we. Oh, my oh, God. And then we. So maybe maybe not 32. Maybe not 32. I'm a guy who watches, like, a ton of movies. So that's a lot. <laughs> we'll see. We'll, we'll, maybe once we get down to, like, the Elite Eight or something. Well, yeah. That may be a little more doable. We'll figure it out. Maybe the Final Four. Okay. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, okay. You can do eight or five yeah. or four, whatever. Yeah, all right. Something like that. We can that. agree on movies that we all have seen collectively. Yes. Like, just so yeah. Like, I, for me, anyway, I don't know if Broly would make my Elite Eight. Oh, it's no. not probably Elite. By the... It is a terrible movie. No, no, no. I'm not even saying no, that. No, no, I'm no, no, saying, no. Like, like, it's not even Elite of the Terrible Movies is what he's saying. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's saying I don't it's think not that would make my list. Oh, gotcha. Dude, it's it's on the bottom of my list. I know it came out last year, but it's on the bottom of my 2018 and 19 list. Wow, damn. All right. Broly sucks. <laughs> we'll, 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 Put a shot collar on that thing, dude. I can. I would have Sad. rather watched. I would have rather watched Broly. Uh, All right, let's get to your, let's get to your rating. Yeah, what's your what's your rating? Oh, wait. I'm, I'm not rating this. Because, uh, it's, you can't uh, not rate it. You have to get it out of five. It. Something. Even it's, zero is a possibility. I am yeah, fine. Zero. It's zero. Uh, zero, zero out of five. Out of five. What? Stars because it's not worth putting a joke. It's not even. That's exactly the movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. No joke. 
Can we say trench coat? I don't know. No, uh, no. Oh, it what was that? Deserve it. What was that bad selfie joke that they had in the oh, in the um, in the trailer? Yeah, the camera so where he hit there's, yeah. there's the old camera and they knock out the queen. I would, um, I would, oh, he the punched queen, a, queen he Victoria's put, in it. Yeah. Oh, that's um, great. That's amazing. He punched a bee, didn't he? Yeah, that was part of the... Um, Zero out of five Bs. Yeah, oh, sure. sure. Oh, I didn't okay. even it's want a bee movie. It. What are we going to so, do when we so, watch the B movie? Damn it. Oh. Dude, the B movie's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Zero you out of five bestiality? Like, I don't... <laughs> dude, love is love is love, dude. Yeah, right. Dude, dude, dude. Shape of Water won the Oscar. We're in a post-bestiality oh, world. That's right. <laughs> Hashtag fish sex. So we're going to jump to our uh, thing we do every time. Um, we're going to shorten it a little bit because it seemed like it would drag down a little bit last time. Basically, just a movie you are feeling something strongly about. It could be positive or negative. Okay. Upcoming. Um, I guess I'll go around again. All right, yeah. It's on you. Um, I was going to wait because I feel like somebody else is going to bring this movie up. Uh-huh. And so I, I was going to wait until the end because I have a backup plan just okay. in case. All right. But I guess I'll jump first. Alita Battle Angel is going to suck. <laughs> Hot take. Hot take. It is going to suck. That has 33 on Rotten Tomatoes. Right 33 now. right now. Yeah, okay, so the embargo is up then. Yeah. So okay. the embargo is off. Uh, I did not know that that ratings or anything like that. I just knew from the trailers Dude, it is going to suck. it's an anime adaptation, and they fucking went to the, the direction of, all right, it's an anime adaptation, so we'll make like the main character's eyes super big. Just yeah. big and buggy. It's just, yeah, like that's a... That's a choice. I would have understood if they did that for, like, Mantis for, like, the Avengers movie. Well, yeah, yeah, like yeah. That. Well, that's, that's cohesive. Like, that makes right. sense. Right, exactly. Yeah. This one, it seemed out of nowhere, and then all of a sudden, I don't know, it just feels to me like it's going to suck. Where's like, that is in it? I mean... So, I don't know the... He sense. might be the saving grace, but he know. seems like a ten-minute part. Yeah. I, I don't know the story. So, can someone, like, catch me up? Because I, I don't I see really the trailer, know but... the story super well. It's just the classic 80s battle manga. Um, so, she's a robot. She's a super robot. Yeah, she's part, part of the super robot genre, so it's, like, kind okay. of super tropey. Like, I can tell you what the, Yeah, Boy. I can tell you what happens in the trailer. That's about it. Yeah. So, so, she is... So, she's not a human, so no, she does have big eyes. She gets dropped from, like, the society that's above everybody else. She's their trash. But she is a robot that's, like, extremely good at fighting. Christoph Waltz takes her in, like, is the dad, and basically says, you need to destroy the society because they're keeping us down and, and like, making it impossible to live because we live down here. So this is like Geppetto if you turn Pinocchio into, like, a battle monster. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He would kill the whale. sounds like a much better movie. Dude, fuck yeah. (laughs) He would kill the whale instead of being eaten by the whale. Right, right, right. I watch that. I, I I definitely see a puppet take on a whale. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Alita Battle Angel. Uh, Alita Battle Suckage. Uh, <laughs> we'll see. To be fair, no. Yeah, actually, it sounds like we're already. Yeah, exactly. I think it's gonna bomb. The totally. funny thing is, I I'm I also it's... willing to see it. Okay. Because I do feel like there is some love put into it, so there's a chance There's, like, a weird... Because, like, like, what I don't understand is that Alita Battle Angel is not nearly popular enough of a property for them to think, oh, this will make money. Right. So, like, Ghost in the Shell... Like, I like this to... Like, you remember Ghost in the Shell that came out a couple years ago? That has enough cachet with enough nerds that, like, okay, I get it. You're going to try to make money on it. So much cachet that they cast Scarlett Johansson as the main character. Dude, holy... Fuck! Oh my is god! It, that is a discussion for a completely Did different trigger warning. The worst but, part yeah. is they made it a plot point. That whole that whole that she was whitewashing. Yeah. Yes. They so made that a plot point. What it is? And it was bad. It was, it was not oh, good. So Anyways, bad. um, but like goes in the show. That's popular. It's called classic. I don't see a lot of people talking about Alita. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh. So. 
I don't really know why they made this movie, and that's why I'm curious about it. Like, yeah, yeah you're right. Somebody out there really fucking well, loves like, Alita who, and made this movie. Who jumped on it too is the weird thing about it all. The um, uh, what is his name? Cameron. Um, Cameron. No, his last name's Cameron. Oh, James. Cameron. James Cameron. Cameron. Thank yeah. you. Cameron. I was spacing yeah. on it. Yeah, James Cameron jumped on this. Sure. Like of all people. Yeah. You've got. Is he producing it? He is. Or is he a writer? Because he likes to write too. Oh, does he like to read? So the thing about Avatar, technologically amazing, blah, blah, blah. He was also a writer on it, and he poached a ton from other movies and other stories, which is fine. Yeah. But also it shows that he's not particularly a strong sure. writer. Like you're not, so the screenplay as as is by... James Cameron. James Cameron. Okay. The story is by, or the or the screenplay. Screenplay. I mean, it's an adaptation, oh, so like, you know... Yeah, right. and gotcha. so gotcha. and like okay. Robert Rodriguez is, derivative, right? so. is part of it. Like it's, it's I'm not a huge fan of his. But yeah, but no, still, but he so still like, has a style. Yeah, he, he has does. a style and he has a reputation. So. Right. He does. He does. So yeah. it's just it's one of those things that it should be better than it is, but for whatever reason, it looks bad. No, I'm with you. We've I'm... got a we've got a star at a writer. We've got a star as a director. Yeah, as much as you don't like him, but he's he's a star. Let's yeah, just give it what it is, and you got Christoph Waltz. Who's a star himself? Yeah, two-time Oscar winner. Dude, exactly. The dude acts. There's, there's three people that should have made this movie better than it is, and I'm just sitting here going, "It's gonna suck." Yeah. But I still feel like I would see it. Maybe the marketing team just let it, let us. Although, if that was the case, then we know Rotten Tomatoes like it would be like right. amazing, exactly. right? Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I'm curious about it too. Definitely curious. I don't know, Mitchell. Anything you're strongly or negatively positive or. Yeah, I mean, like, there's, there's, I don't know, like, so I'm looking through basically what's coming out the next couple weeks, and I wouldn't say strong opinion comes to mind before any of these, but I'm just going to say it just because I've seen it bombarded on, like, pretty much every uh, movie I have gone to see in the theater. This is one of the trailers that's featured, and isn't it romantic? Isn't yeah. It? Yeah. So Rebel Wilson is the uh, star of this movie where... This is a um, early 30s-something white girl living in New York who is uh, single, and she gets mugged in a New York subway, as one does, and uh, runs into a pole, again, as one does, and she wakes up uh, arising from a coma, and she realizes, holy crap, my life is different, and as it turns out, her life is now a romantic comedy, a PG-13 romantic comedy. Oh, boy. Yeah. Wow, that pretty much reads like the overview on this. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Rob Schneider is a carrot. (laughs) Like, that's... I'm a carrot. (laughs) It's a romantic comedy. (laughs) So, Rebel Wilson of uh, uh, Pitch Perfect fame and among other things uh, is in it with um, Liam Hemsworth. Um, who is the hunkiest of all the Hemsworths, yeah. in my opinion. Sure. And that's an that's a, that's opinion. Oh, yeah, that's an opinion. That's an opinion, man. Okay. So it's a romantic comedy. Of, so it can be... I'll jump on the hot take. No, hot take. What's your hot take? Are you going to say Thor? Or... I mean, like, yeah, Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, okay, that's not a hot take. Like, <laughs> No, 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 I'm just saying compared to your Liam... Oh. I, I'm giving you the hot take. Yes, of yes. Oh, you get sure. the hipster take okay. award. Yeah. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get gotcha. the hipster hot take. Yeah. You know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I liked yeah, it before yeah. it was cool. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, Chris Hemsworth is... Okay. He's been a hunk. So, I mean, oh, T-Dog's so, a little so, uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, <laughs> so, so, are you looking forward to this movie, or are you... Oh, has that been good or so bad? far you're like yeah. selling yeah, it. I, I, I'm trying to read oh, T-Dog. I will say if I lose this week's challenge, this will probably be the movie I have to see. Okay. Not by choice. It looks awful. It does. <laughs> it so does, yeah. every time I see the trailer, 
Nothing about it has grown on me. It's usually a good time to check the phone to see if there's any emails or last-minute texts right. yep. before the movie last comes minute, on. Last-minute bathroom break, just in case. Maybe hop on the Bumble a little bit. Yeah, right. Or swiping, yeah. which I guess leads into the movie itself. But... I was just going to say, you get a Bumble, you can take her with it. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, this movie does not look good at all. Maybe but... Liam Hemsworth will see it with you. Bro, dude, bro. Right, don't, bro. Don't, don't tease me like that. Come on, man. Dude, bro Broly. Dude, Broly. That Australian accent. It's crazy. So, and it, what I do think, I don't know if this is stunt casting or not, but it's two people living in New York, and both are Australian actors still using their Australian accents. I mean, that's, like, better oh. than the... I'd rather have them, like, flaunt their Australian accents than, like, try... Like, I don't know. Not everybody can hide their accents. Rather yeah. than you know. have Will Ferrell do a British accent? Yes, exactly. Right. <laughs> it's, not that it's, it's not that their accents were bad. It's just there was no substance amongst what they were trying to say. I feel like you bad. need to watch Holmes and Watson in a very specific mindset yeah. for it to work. Oh, that's um, not their mindset. I, I don't you know, know what, what type mean? of mindset... Okay. Well, you know, I, we live next next to Massachusetts. Yeah, dude. So maybe <laughs> you should go watch it no, there. Even then, I, I'm I, talking inebriated. Like, <laughs> oh, you're talking like slobbery. Like, oh, dude. I feel like there would like, be sad. Like, it's uh, a perfect Netflix movie. Yeah. Like, yeah, honestly, yeah, yeah. it sounds like a perfect because, dude, if Adam Sandler is getting that kind of money, like, yeah, right. You People know, they, but if they still had some left in the budget. I'm sorry that Rob was getting all this money on their Oscar campaign. We would have spent it on fucking Holmes and Watson. Anyway, um, <laughs> isn't it romantic? Not on my list, but potentially could be if I lose this week's challenge. Sweet. Which we're going to find out. Yeah. All right. <laughs> but. Um, so this movie I'm excited for. Uh, it is, I feel like we're going to always pick like the kids' movies. Uh, Lego Movie 2. Oh! The second that part. That should be fine. Yeah, yeah no. Yeah. I Okay, I was pleasantly surprised by the Lego movie. Yep. Uh, and I loved uh, the Lego Batman. Okay. That, the Lego Batman might be my favorite Batman movie. Like, yeah. straight up. Yeah. Honestly. I've, I've, I know. Heard, I've heard a lot of people give that take. Like... I, li- I like the Lego like, Batman movie, but I Yeah, I know. No, 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 no. I, I, again, I'm not here to tell you that your opinion is wrong. I'm just saying. I'm not here to tell you your opinion. I know, I know, either. I know. But it and, is. But like, oh, okay, gotcha. Well, thank you for letting me know. I love, I love how Batman is that kind of character, though. Yes. Where I think that's a legitimate take that you have with the Batman movie. He could go both ways. Um, right, like, he's such a range. Dark or like a, a kid's movie. Yeah, you know? right. Like, yeah, totally whimsical. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Anyways, we're not here to talk about Lego Batman. Talk about Lego Batman 2 we or should. Lego Batman 2. Yeah, we should. Uh, Lego Movie 2. Lego, Lego Movie 2, the second part. Um, I don't know. I mean, like, I haven't watched too much trailer for this because, I'm, frankly, I'm already sold on it, right? Like, yeah. Um, I mean, it seems to be reviewing okay. Uh, it was 92 and, on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay, right cool. So they didn't fuck it up, right? So, uh, presumably like, not. I just yeah. love the fact that they've introduced, like, other brands as the bad guys. I know. Like, yeah. I, I love that. Yeah, uh, no, it's such a cool idea. I can't think of what it is, um, but it's, like, Playmobil almost. Yeah, yeah, like, like it's a building block yeah. or yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah it's, like, yeah. it's the opposite brand yeah. that, like, tried to go after Lego's oh. fortune. Is it Mega Blocks? Is that, is that what's I thought it was maybe. Building Blocks. Building Blocks, maybe. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Lo- whatever. All right, that's another one of those we're not sure facts. It doesn't matter. Yeah, but, like, you know, that that first movie is just so charming, and the anime, like, I love the Stop the pseudo stop motion animation style. I right. feel like that movie really pops. Um, and yeah, I'm just sold on the sequel. So nice. not really much else to say besides that. So yeah, nice. T Duck. Um, well, unfortunately, Andre also stole my choice. I'm sorry. 
Um, it's a good movie. I, I'm. Probably. I would also go with the Lego Two movie. Uh, right. I saw the first one when it was out in theaters. I th- even think it was on a first date. Um, oh, there you go. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I mean, the yeah. relationship didn't work out, but the Lego, <laughs> the Lego Two, movie is the good. Lego Two Your sequel, relationship with looks the movie like it's out. working out. Yeah. yeah. There you go. All right. Um, all right. So T Dog, while we're talking to you, you lost our challenge last week or last time. Uh, you had to see, obviously, Holmes and Watson. Yes. We are curious, because you have sent us a bracket before this uh, this challenge, and we have not seen what we're doing. What are we doing? All right, well, the bracket that was sent out was a, um, I guess, a four-person bracket. Okay. Um, You know, you basically have to lose, first person to lose twice, you know, boils down. Uh, randomized seeds, so there wasn't any unfair competitions. I was wondering and, how you did that because I was the one seed and I was a little. Nervous. No, I just went there and clicked randomized seed. Okay. You know, uh, generated the bracket, and then uh, we'll see who basically loses to first. We don't need to play the winning, winning unless we really want spoil rights. Okay. But uh, I don't know if we should. Are we going to segue to the um, video, or should I announce what we're doing? Well, announce what we're doing, okay. and then we'll, we'll segue to the video okay. after that. We're going to yeah. play a little NBA Jam. Oh! oh, shit. All right. Any, uh, any but, particular but year, or is it just NBA It's, it's uh, one for Android TV, the oh, nice. newer one. Okay. So it should have an update-ish. Yeah, 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 yeah that works. Um, I have not. Deepos on the map. I have not so played kind of it much oh, more okay. than like a few minutes. So we're yeah. all on a little more evenly playing field. Okay. To, oh, you so know, giving yourself Andre, that full advantage. Andre's Andre's hey, playing twenty four seven. We all smash had the all same tool set day. available to us. All right, the most skilled fighter, or should I rather say, the least right. skilled fighter lost. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's, so uh, whatever, Andre. Okay, all right. that's cool. Well, I brought it's, quarters it's, the first week and ended up in the losers bracket. <laughs> like, come on, <laughs> that's on you, dude. You made your own bed with that one. No, I didn't. I didn't try to give myself an advantage. That's really what yeah, it was. That's, that's it. Like, yeah. you know, I wasn't really going for advantage. Me um, and T-Dog left. We left the apartment. <laughs> I, I had, Andre and Mike were still playing quarters. I had things. Yeah. It took a while, man. Um, it was a saga. I lost my own home. And <laughs> you took damage to the table. Uh, yes, my yeah. beautiful um, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's fair that he took a little advantage. <laughs> um, I think there was an old NBA jam a long time ago that I used to play um, back in 90-something. Yeah, I played at the Barcade in New Haven. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, that's true. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I gold the hell out of your ass. That was right. awesome. Yeah. We should have just <laughs> gone to New Haven. Yeah, you guys, you're right. Oh, um, we still got time. Um, Let's get in the car. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Let's. Um... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> or we could just play here. Yeah. yeah, let's just play here. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll make a decision. Tune in to the, uh, I don't know, YouTube channel? YouTube and Wix page. It'll be up to, uh, later tonight, probably, after everything's done. Find if, find out if we ended up driving 45 minutes to complete this challenge. <laughs> Spoilers. We stayed right here. Spoilers, we're we not. fucking didn't. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, thank you guys for listening in. This is the second episode of Game for a Movie. Uh, any closing words from you guys? Um, Have a good night. Oh. Maybe, maybe maybe Dragon Ball was never good. Oh. That's a bold <laughs> hot take. To go to on the end, really? Yeah, no, sorry. All right, well. <laughs> Mitchell's like reeling for like, oh, God. I will go out and jump in front of this bullet and said, <laughs> I love Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> All right. Wow. Yeah. I'm more on Mitchell's side on this one. Okay. <laughs> so for Mitchell, Andre, T-Dog, and myself, Mike, Thank you for listening, where we ask you, 
Are you game for a movie?